Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. We're back. <laughs> yes. I don't know how to turn this music off. I sure don't want to lose anything. Exactly. Okay. Are you here? Right. Yes, I'm here. All right. Let me just get the welcome in. Welcome to Practicing His Presence with Elder Gail Osby. Today we have a very special interview that will take place and we have a very special speaker and his name is Pastor Tyrone Ballin. He is a powerful minister of God who's been in the ministry for quite some time and also a humanitarian. So we want to welcome him, him here, here today and for our audience today, Pastor ask you if you can just tell us a little bit about yourself amen first i'd like to say god bless you elder gail and osby and um i i thank you uh for this opportunity and, and just considering me and inviting me to this um interview um i should say that the practice of um practicing his present is a very powerful platform and it's needed in this time that we're living in and I thank God for using you and you just being obedient to answer this calling that God had called you called, called you to. Um, and in and, and saying that, um, as you as you already mentioned, my name is Pastor Tyrone Ballin. Um, I was born and raised in Jersey City, New Jersey. I am presently married with four children who are all grown and four grandchildren. My wife is Sarah Ballin, and we've been married for 31 years. Um, um, I recently retired from um, from the PATH Railroad, where I worked 33 years in the capacity of a terminal supervisor. Um, you mentioned that uh, you mentioned the work I do that I do in the community outside of my secular job. Um, I'm the founder of a nonprofit mental nonprofit men's support group called Ministry for Men based out of Jersey City. And um, although the program is for young men and older men and it's for males in general, men happens to be an acronym. It stands for Mind Edifying Nourishment. So actually the name of the program is Ministry for Mind Edifying Nourishment and it's for men. Um, I am an associate pastor under Ernest Leonard and Legacy of Glory Ministry, where Apostle Joseph and his wife, Prophetess Sherry Leonard, are the senior pastors and overseer. My, edu my Christian education consists of, um, uh, came from Dr. Ernest Leonard's School of Ministry and School of the Apostle, where I received a general Bible diploma and a bachelor's degree. I also ran as an independent candidate in um, in Jersey City for the Waters Council seat in my district um, back in 2017. And also, I'm a you already mentioned. I, I I'm very proactive in my community, whereas um, I do have a feeding program um, on top of my men's program, and we do a lot of other things within the community as the need is um, necessary. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you so much. Thank you for just sharing that information with us. I know, you know, God calls us many times. A, a lot of people 
feel when God calls you, he calls you to the inside of the church and they automatically think of pulpit ministry. But God calls so many of us right there where we are in the marketplace. He calls us into communities because he wants and he has a desire to to win as many souls as he can. You know, so a lot of times we walk past people who are hurting or who are in uh, in need. They don't know God. And it takes very special people to take the time out to to believe God that he is with them enough to pull those and snatch those souls out of their situations. You know, um, absolutely. Absolutely. I was with with the group at uh, listening and uh, uh, one intercessor was praying and we're in a season where God is giving the resources in order to make those things happen. So whatever you stand in need of, God is able to release that into your life because it's not just for you. It's for those that you are seeking after for God. You know, you, you, you have a there on your life that's powerful. And, and, I, and I just pray that every need, every connection that God will give you favor with man, that people will, will come up to you and hand you what you need, whether it's a building, whether it's supplies, you know, that there will be increase in your ministry, increase in, in, in Jersey city, that, that people will know your name from the East coast to the West coast. They will know your ministry and men will come from afar to receive what you have for them. I even speak and say, that what you are speaking into their lives will increase. There will be a deeper depth of it, more power to it, and empowerment that oh, every situation, there is nothing too hard for Amen. God. Amen. Nothing too Amen. hard. Amen. Because you're building men. And Elder Osby, as, as you had already stated, I mean, you know, that's, that's important, you know, when you mention you know how we have to reach those who are lost and save them and all that's what the ministry of reconciliation is all about christ was in the world reconciling reconciling the world unto himself so we as the body of christ you know we are for we we are there to do the work of the lord you know we are and 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 that and that work is 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 beyond the force the four walls of the our houses of worship our places of worship so That's that's where the ministry of reconciliation is at, you know, Amen. is in Amen. the byways and it's in the fields. It's out there right. to win to win the right. loss. So we're not you're we're not waiting right. for we're not waiting for a couple of them to come through the door, right? No, no, <laughs> we're, no the world, we're commanded the, to to go ye. <laughs> <laughs> we we trying we we trying to get the we trying to get the loss into the secret place of the most high. We are already Amen. there. We're already there. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh wow. Amen. Okay. Hello? Hello? Hello. You know that both Islam and Judaism are two world re- religions, and we know that each one uh, brings an interpretation of who Jesus Christ is. Uh, for the most part, they say he's a man, and they say he's a prophet, and then 
uh, uh, Judaism says he's a priest. But they yes. all fall short of seeing Jesus Christ as the Messiah. And yes. we know Christian Christianity, we call him God. Yes. That's what Christians call him. So based on biblical accounts, because the Bible does speak to certain things about Jesus Christ's life, his ministry, his death, his his uh, burial, and his resurrection. Yes. But based on biblical accounts as to whether or not there is evidence, reliable evidence to prove that Jesus Christ was indeed a God, a deity, that's been challenged by many religions. Yes. And by the mystics, uh, the scientists who say not so. The Bible does not give an account of who Jesus is and that's why they just seem to um, people say okay he's a man and I know that for a fact that's what the Bible says about him but I want you to be able to speak to us today or speak to the audience today and just let us know you know who do you believe Jesus Christ is is he the Messiah and if so what does the Bible say to support that belief amen well, let, let me let me first let me first start off as saying, I believe with my whole heart, my whole being, that Jesus Christ is the Messiah. He is King of Kings. He is Lord of Lords. And I know that's been a question, a debatable question, with amongst men for quite some time because they haven't received the revelation knowledge of. Hallelujah of who Christ actually is because they look at his humanity, you know, but they never stop to take a chance on, on that understanding the fact that we are more than just flesh and blood. We yes. are more than just flesh and blood. And, and true. Yes, he is. He, he, he came, you know, God, the scripture says that God and Timothy, God was manifested in the flesh. It didn't say it was God was manifest as flesh. It says God was manifest in the flesh. So the, 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 the true being of Christ is God in yes. the flesh, in yes. the flesh. And that's something that they, they do overlook um, or doesn't have the revelation of. Now, you mentioned um, what, what, what is known as the actually three, three major religions in the world, whereas I'm going to say there's only two because Christianity is not a religion. However, it's because Christ didn't come to establish religion, religious religion. Christ came to establish a relationship so we can have a relationship with him. Religion is no more no, is, is, is nothing more than man's attempt or effort in trying to reach up to God. Uh -huh. Christianity is God coming down in the flesh and showing and, and, and making it possible for us to get to him. Uh -huh. Yeah. So. So the three, the, the three major religions, as you spoke of, that they, that, that they call the three major religions is Judaism, Islam, and Christianity. Mm -hmm. Now, Judaism just considered Jesus a priest. And the scripture says he went to his own and his own received him not. So, mm -hmm. so in Judaism, they did receive him just as being a priest. Islam... What a lot of people overlook that Islam acknowledged Jesus as being one of the prophets. But 
in saying that, as far as let, let, let me just touch on Islam, in saying that, that he's just, they consider him as being one of the prophets, but the most greatest of prophet that they believe in, and they said that he's the seal of the prophets, is the prophet Muhammad. Now, people don't understand, uh, people overlook that Islam, according to their own holy scripture, the Quran, it speaks about Jesus and it's called and he's known as Isa. Isa, if I'm pronouncing the name properly, Isa or Isa. However, they speak of Isa, and in the Quran it says that he was born of a virgin and his mother was Mary. Well, what you have to understand is that the Islamic, uh, the Holy Quran, the Bible is embedded in the Quran. So they mix the two teachings together. So Absolutely. some things about the Bible they do believe, they, exactly. and they're taught it, but they still they still put their own interpretation or their own spin on it because Absolutely. they still see Jesus as because he walked the earth as a man, they see him only as a. They don't yes. see his How, uh, him as a deity, as a god. However, yes. However, as 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 the, as in the, according to their scripture. When it mm -hmm. refers to Jesus or speak to what we call Jesus and they call Esau, there has to be something more unique than Esau than any other being. And that is because he was born of a virgin. The prophet Muhammad was not born of a virgin, but Jesus yeah. was, and they acknowledge yes. that. And then in their scripture, it also refers to Jesus and have references in the Quran referring to the word and the spirit of God. Yes, yes. So so that's in the Bible. So actually to try to to try to remove him from his deity, you know, as far as as far as Islam's concerned, I don't see why they would do that because their own holy scripture reveals that he's more than just a man. And 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 not only that, if if they received him as a prophet, they shouldn't receive him as a prophet because they have to say that he's a false prophet because the greatest prophet that, that their scriptures said that Jesus says ever would be is John the Baptist. John the Baptist is, the, and there would never be a greater prophet because he was the forerunner for Christ. He came, he came to, to, to Messiah. And Jesus yes. said that there will be no greater prophet than John the Baptist. So if, 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 if the Quran, if they're saying, speaking of Islam, if they're saying that Muhammad is the greatest prophet and he's the seal of the prophet, that means that John the Baptist couldn't be the greatest prophet. And that also means that Jesus lied. So they cannot, he has to be a false prophet to him. They should not even accept him as a prophet. But Jesus never deemed himself as being a prophet because if he did, he would not never said that John the Baptist was be the is the greatest prophet. Okay, so I'm gonna stop you right there. This question, because again, we we know that there is um, a difference in the beliefs between each religion, and that's what makes them the, a, a religious set apart from their, themselves. Yes, you know. So even though Judaism, they have the Torah, which is really the Old Testament. And yes, that was also what Christianity was based on. When the early church was established, there was no New Testament. Exactly. They were making the New Testament as they were walking. So when they taught, 
in the temples and when they taught the people in in the book of acts they were teaching hello Okay. God bless you. God bless you. God bless. Part two of practicing his presence with the interview with Pastor Tyrone Ballin. And we're going to pick up right where we left off. So my question was, now based on everything you said, because we know that each of the religions, they have some of the same core information. But for some reason, depending on the revelation that they have received, they ventured into different areas. With the Jewish religion, they don't necessarily believe in the New Testament. They don't believe that Jesus Christ was the Messiah because they never came into the revelation or they did not accept the fact that um, he was the actual Messiah. They yes. do believe that there is a Messiah coming. Yes. And that must, and they also have, um, they uphold Moses as in high regards as yes. one of their sages or their master teachers or their rabbis, but they still do not recognize Jesus Christ. Even though the Bible says in Isaiah, he speaks of his coming. He speaks of his coming in many, the Bible passages, Zechariah, Machai, uh, Mecca, or however you pronounce it, they speak of Jesus Christ coming. They begin to talk about the Virgin Mary. They begin to talk about John the Baptist. Mm -hmm. But for some reason, it's not until Jesus comes on the scene and Apostle Paul. And, 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 I, and I'll be... Uh, people don't really believe in Apostle Paul's account. Because yeah, Apostle he was not Paul, one of the, he wasn't one, one of the 12 disciples. You know, I said to somebody that Apostle Paul was at Jesus's, um, uh, uh, what is that? Crucifixion. Mm -hmm. He was at Stephen's crucifixion. That's mm -hmm. what Apostle Paul, he was known for. That's what he did. Mm -hmm. So, if he was there watching Jesus Christ being crucified, how then could he turn around and say that Jesus is God? Exactly. Exactly. And, 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 and when you're speaking of um, Judaism and their, mm -hmm. their beliefs, you know, as I mentioned before, you know, says Christ came to his own and his own received him not. And he's talking about the Jews, Judaism. He's talking yeah. about the Jews. They did not receive him. Mm -hmm. How, uh, 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 you know, fortunately, thank God that in our time today, you have a lot of Jews that's coming to that reality now that Jesus is the Messiah. Um, you have a lot of Jewish Christians today um, mm -hmm. who have came to that revelation and who has and who have um, received him as such. Now, one thing, one thing, <laughs> it's, it's interesting that you spoke about the crucifixion because mm -hmm. even with just Jesus' followers, the 12 disciples, um, disciples, 
Mm-hmm. When they followed Christ and they came arrested Christ, you know, they scattered. They was they scattered in fear mm-hmm. for their lives. Yeah. Yes. They scattered mm-hmm. for fear for their lives. But I always mm-hmm. say, you know, the, um, as evidence of their of, of the reality of the resurrection of Christ, mm-hmm. if they were fearful of their lives from the Roman Empire, with they, from the Ro- Roman, if they were fear and Pilate, if they were fearful of their life when they arrested them, how do they been? How, when, when did that transformation and that courage and that boldness came in them? My God, to mm-hmm. turn otherwise, to My change God. otherwise. When 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 they arrested him, and even and even Peter, he he cursed. He used he cursed. I don't know him. He was that yes. afraid. He denied yes. him three mm-hmm. times, as the, as yes. Jesus said that he will. You know. Mm-hmm. But what what is it about that time to them to come out boldly to say? Oh, no, 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 no. We're willing to die for this person. Why? Because mm-hmm. they saw him. They knew that he re- he was resurrected from the dead. They had mm-hmm. seen him. They yeah, had seen him. Yeah. So that's so that's what brought the transformation and the mm-hmm. spirit of boldness on them. If, mm-hmm. if that would not ever happen, they mm-hmm. would have stayed in, in their silence and they would have stayed in their secrets and in their silence. And they would have never yeah. acquainted themselves with Christ if he never rose from the dead. Because fear would have would have like, oh, no, 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 no. They're not going to kill me. (laughs) They're not going to kill me. But they was willing to lay their lives down after they seen him resurrection. And especially when they was endowed with power on high in the upper room on the day of Pentecost. So they went out boldly. Let me ask you this question, because, I, you know, sometimes people will say, um, you know, the Bible is full of accounts of witnesses who saw Jesus Christ resurrection, you know, and, and, and that, that is re also recorded, but mm-hmm. you know, one person said to me, um, how do you know that these accounts that they're speaking about are number one, authentic? How do we know that the person that there that says, Hey, I saw Jesus because they, this happened centuries ago know that these accounts that are in the Bible are true. Well, it's interesting that you you said that, Elder, because the truth of the matter is we weren't there. We didn't see Jesus. You know, we didn't see Jesus. But I be I, I must say that the other religions uh, uh, who practice Judaism and Islam, they weren't there at the beginning of their um, account as well. Amen. They wasn't there anyway. So all of these issues is a matter of faith. It, it, that's, where faith that's where faith comes in. <laughs> it's a matter of faith and believing and believing that because all this stuff can be challenged. All this mm-hmm. stuff can be challenged. But once yeah. again, it's a matter of faith. Now, when it comes down to Yahshua, Jesus, whose name is actually Yahshua, mm-hmm. when it comes down to his account, no one, no man, ever fit the requirements or the description as being the Messiah. No other man. You don't, you don't hear nothing about somebody rose from the dead with all powers in his hands. You don't hear, (laughs) you don't hear accounts of people walking on water and raising the dead. You don't hear those accounts of no one else. And not only that, not only Mm -hmm. that, another thing I would like to mention, I never heard of no one born into the earth. And when he was born, it has such a significance that time stopped and started over again. 
Hallelujah. That's where you get the AD and BC. That's where you get these two mm-hmm. different time frames. But that had to, I mean, no one else has recognized that for no one else who ever oh lived. <laughs> yes, sir. My Lord. Yes, sir. My Lord. Jesus <laughs> is truly Lord. And the thing is, and even and the thing is, even the other um religious religious Judaism and Islam that you that you mentioned. Yes. One thing that they know and they all have in common, including 